0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, good news or bad news, depending on your perspective. I am not dead. <laughs> nor is this podcast. Uh, boom. Welcome back to Garden Level Gamer. It's our summer vacation, right? You, what, what do these people expect? <laughs> I mean, constant <laughs> updates and effort into the product. I come know, on, come that's on. Ridiculous. 2017. We didn't even treat school like that. No. <laughs> this is just our Kickstarter. I'm waiting for it to get big enough that I can sell out. And then uh, live the easy life, but anyway, yes. Uh, this is in fact Low Gamer. I am in fact your uh, regular uh, host, Tom, and that is your and other I'm host, Jeff. Josh, right over yeah, there. So
1: he stole it from you.
0: And uh, yeah, we're uh, we're back. Um, we were off for I want to say like a month ish, <laughs> more than that, more than a month. Um, I want to say two or three. Was it? Oh, surely well, wasn't that I Go long? to California. Oh well, yeah. There were like two weeks, maybe, where we were both we were legitimately busy. He was out of town, and I was out of town. That's okay, fine. And then yeah, another that was in May, right? Because I was in Chicago, and then there, there were another mile. couple of weeks where I was extremely lazy. And uh, you yeah, know, yeah. It, yeah, it, that, it that happens. happens.
1: <laughs> I could have The hard have made... part's coming back.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> but here we are once again, ready to speak about yeah, video games and such. Yeah. So, um. Well, it's, I mean, is there anything interesting that we should uh, bring up before we jump right back in? Any any fresh current events, Josh? Fresh current events.
1: Uh, uh, any kind of current event? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm got, trying to stay topical. I got stood up at a bar. Oh, no, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's you know, almost every night. So what they uh, they took all the chairs
0: away, so you had to. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think it was just bar closed. Yeah. Uh, the lights were on and everything. Well, uh, no, uh, you wouldn't be the first to recount a tale of uh, lost love on this podcast, Josh. That's I mean, true, but oh, any chance I could get a, a belt sure. of that? Absolutely, okay. but um, <clears throat> yeah, it was very
1: strange because I was even with another female, my roommate, oh. who definitely also thought that uh, things were going to happen. So I'm not completely delusional. Oh, well, that's yeah. nice. Girls I generally respect those
0: signals, which yeah. matched my own. Hmm. But, you know, <laughs> you had uh, two, uh, two sets of data points, and they correlated probably, yes. to put it in the nerdiest <laughs> terms I can. Um, I thought for sure I was going to get my dick wet. Ah, well, yeah, yeah. what are you going to do? Yep. Well, yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. So we all, we all know what happens I, after a night like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got a video about a pizza delivery guy. Oh, I can, yeah. Uh, but, um... <laughs> But uh, I, I I was more referring to like things in the world. Yeah. Not, not necessarily your your bar strikeouts, but you know, that's interesting stuff as well. I'm making money on the stock market. Yeah, I know, you rich <laughs> bastard investing in uh, things. No, but By I guess low, more uh, high. more
1: towards our demographic. I was reading about um SEGA forever. Have you heard of this? I have if not. Seen. It's for iOS and Android. Oh. It should have launched sometime today when I checked it at like eleven AM. It was not out yet, but essentially um, Sega's bringing ports of their traditional games to Android oh. and iOS for free. It's ad supported. You can pay $1.99 to block the ads, which, you know, <laughs> that's fine. But to start things off, it's five games. I know it's the original Sonic, Fantasy Star 2, and three others that I forgot about. But now I guess they're going to be releasing straight ports from Sega uh, every month to Sega Forever.
0: Wow. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Give me a second, <laughs> no problem. But uh, a yeah, so that that's there. kind it's of exciting.
1: Okay. I mean, I am not much of a mobile gamer. Every once in a while, I'll pick it up, but uh, you know, Sega's got to do something, I, I guess. And they were talking actually about bringing, you know, more than just Sega Genesis, but Sega Saturn. And uh, hmm. they talked about Dreamcast. Nope. Now, I don't know how a Dreamcast game would translate to a mobile device. I don't even remember. I don't know the specs of, of what Dreamcast. Dreamcast games were, but uh, yeah, Shenmue, come on, Fantasy Star Online. Uh Pikmin? Was Pikmin on oh. is that a Dreamcast? Or is that a Nintendo? That's Nintendo. Yeah, I think so. Yep.
0: But uh <clears throat> I only know that from the damn uh Super Smash Brothers. I never played Pikmin. Sure. That character was in it.
1: <clears throat> <sighs> but yeah. Uh I don't know. It's kind of exciting, you know. If I'm bored on a road trip, now I can get, you know, Sonic and play it in the back seat. Indeed. So that's it's kind of fun It's been a long time so Besides bad. that There's the obvious E3 That recently happened last week It
0: did I um, should have done more research about. It. Oh well I was going to mention um, What is it? Super, speaking of uh, old franchises coming back Super Mario Odyssey Yeah that I game hear. looks awesome I do hear a lot of looks stuff really about good. it I'm actually
1: Nintendo had a really good press conference And I've actually been contemplating buying a Switch Really? Yeah I mean I'd so have well, one for I mean I want to play Zelda eventually Breath of the Wild, that Super Mario game looks awesome, and I, I don't know—they're only three hundred bucks. They're hard to get your hands on because supply or demand. That's is That's odd for a mobile game. Oh, yeah.
0: but <laughs> uh,
1: you know, I have a wedding coming up in September, and unfortunately, my parents have opted to driving to Michigan as opposed to flying. So that's like fourteen ah. hours, and I was like, you know, if I had a switch,
0: I really wouldn't give a shit about that. Yeah, but just game your way across the USA. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And once we get those self-driving cars, man... Oh, oh yeah. That'll be a way know, to man. do it. People are sketched out about those. See, well, of course they are going to be. And that's even, like, I'm looking forward to that. But I know the first time I ever sit in one of those, I'm going to be shit. Like, I won't be able to keep my hands off the wheel. Because I I drive professionally. Like, I drive a right. truck for a living. <clears throat> delivering furniture to the many people who keep buying fucking furniture. But, like, I, I'm... I'm so comfortable behind the wheel. I'm so used to being in control. Um, but that being said, if I could just nap my way in between, that'd be pretty nice too. Um, so it's it's gonna be a long transition period. I feel there would be a, here's I was yeah. ranting about this or pontificating the other day. Here's what you're gonna see, as it becomes more and more prevalent. The I, I predict the rate of accidents will be vastly lower, but the ones that do happen will be trumpeted because. Obviously, the, you know, the media is looking for the angle on this and everybody, sure. like you said, is going to have this initial fear of, oh, God, like, even though if you think about it, a computer can make decisions many, many times faster and take more things into account than my, but you know, like, I can, I'm a pretty good driver. I do it. I have hundreds of thousands of miles logged. Like, I know what I'm doing. Yep. But there's still things I can't notice. I don't have eyes in the back of my head. A computer can scan all around. That's great. But, and you, well, you can maybe offer some insight here as you while you're not strictly a programmer i think you know a little bit more than i do about the the sort of nuts and bolts of how programs work um as i understand it a computer system like that can can function very well with a sort of established set of rules i mean computer programs in general give them specific instructions if if x occurs perform action y at times whatever like Mm. if it follows the plan it's great and so it can take into account you know Uh, it can scan for other cars it 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 can recognize traffic lights what it like all these these pre-programmed variables it can handle it's when it a system encounters something it doesn't recognize or isn't in the programming that it can sort of freeze up or shut down or not know how to handle it and that's where the human brain even though we're far from perfect Mm. i mean if i see like like a, a set of ducks crossing the road or you know, some crazy person or like just something unexpected happens right. or, or some uh, construction that hasn't been sort of updated yeah. into the yeah. system. Mm. And, you know, hopefully the system will be able to recognize those orange signs and most likely construction companies would start using something maybe with a little scannable bit yep. on there that says, Oh, uh, road X is closed. Take uh, this such and such a detour or whatever. But my point is what we're, what we're mainly worried about is not, uh, you know, like yes they've already they already have cars with like a brake assist yep or things like that where like oh it saw something before you did and applied the brakes which i'm already a touch nervous about but but you know what if i'm trying to ram somebody but it's <laughs> yeah. i want my freedom uh well they have those cars that parallel park free and everything they
1: too. do yeah
0: oh uh, i've just crazy a, i've had a crash course in parallel parking so to speak living in the city here uh <laughs> i've but, tapped I've tapped my share of bumpers. I have as well. <laughs> That's not a euphemism, um, but yeah. So that's that's the way I see it. Like with with regular road stuff, right. uh, other other vehicles, stoplights, merging, all the kind of regular stuff that can be programmed in, they would be as good or likely better than human drivers. Yeah, it's where the unexpected stuff comes in, and the where it's sure. and, the and anomaly. This, yeah, ties into mm-hmm. uh, the search for AI as well. We want. We want adaptive programming. We want programming that can react right. and learn and make decisions. And so, I I think that's kind of kind of linked. Now that I think about it, the the quest for AI. Not not saying you'd need a true AI to pilot a car, but uh, you you would need something I I would say more responsive than current systems we have. Now, again, I I'm no programmer. I just use programs to play video games and so forth. Yep. I I only have a vague understanding of like. I know what a programming language is, and sort of, in the most general terms, right. how you program instructions in. But beyond that, I, I know nothing. So I mean, do you use Waves, the app,
1: a traffic app? Don't and basically f- it uses oh, uh, you know, people that are using it. They say there's traffic, and that that
0: updates the traffic information and all that shit. Does that one do speed traps too? Because I, I think mm-hmm. I remember downloading some app, like, oh, I'll be cool and search for speed tracks. I believe so. Okay. <laughs> I don't use it myself. I, I glance. Well, Google Maps I've found is pretty good it about. Is. I've had no, a couple
1: instances where they don't realize construction is going on. Yes. But, I mean, that's and, to be
0: expected. And I wonder how they, they get their information. I assume they're tied into traffic cams, but I don't know if, like, let's say the DOT, the Department of Transportation for <laughs> the Uninitiated, <laughs> I wonder if they are responsible for submitting certain data, like, this road will be under construction for this monitor. You know, do they right. have to give up any data, or is it all just either cameras or that Google car that runs around? So like, yeah. Well, I'm, you rarely see the Google car, so it can't just be on patrol, right? So I wonder if they have access to like CCTV cameras, or if they like. I'm sure there's other entities collecting this information. Perhaps yeah. the DOT itself. Mm-hmm. Maybe Google has a contract with them to share it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, they like. I'll I'll be. I use it rather than the work GPS, the Google Maps that is, because right. I like it better, and because it will actively redirect you if traffic gets bad, Yep. and it'll even tell you like, oh, this zone is red, heavy traffic, and it'll say plus three minutes, so, oh, okay, that's, right. you know, it only stretches half a mile, it's not that bad. So yes, I've, I've found that to be very, very handy. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's but yeah, going back to waves and
1: how it works off customer feedback, and that's how they find out hmm. what's slow and what's not and what's in construction. Hmm. Like it's all aggregated from their own user base. From my understanding, that's a lot of the way that autonomous vehicles work as well. Okay, if one autonomous vehicle, you know, sees this; it'll relay it to all vehicles.
0: I see. Oh, so you get this sort of uh, web of of yeah, sensors exactly. that are all interconnected. Yeah. Um, now, Pretty much
1: aggregates information on its own and right. keeps roadways well now that's up to date. However, that doesn't explain, you know, whoever the pioneering
0: autonomous vehicle is. I don't know how
1: they navigate right. that roadway.
0: That's what I was just going to ask. I mean, <laughs> as as the ratio shifts more towards autonomous vehicles, yep. then it get better and better. And that that I think is another thing. Like if you could snap your fingers and replace all self or uh, manual cars with self driving cars. I think accidents would immediately go to almost zero if if the programming is sufficient. But because a computer can so much more easily predict the behavior of another... Like, it's it's essentially a guarantee. Like, if they're all running off the same basic type of system, your car, if it sees another car uh, trying to merge, it knows exactly what width it needs to merge. It knows exactly how fast it'll accelerate, what lane it'll get into, all this, that, and the other thing. When I'm... And I know this many, many times over... When you're accounting for a human driver, mm-hmm. you don't know. Now you see them there, and in my mind, that's not enough space to merge, but they might think, oh, well, I can get in here and they'll just gun it. Or they might think, oh, geez, I got to turn left up. I'll just scoot across all three lanes. Mm-hmm. Or they might, they're, they're humans, so they're unpredictable. So that's where, if you have a mix of autonomous vehicles and human controlled vehicles, I could see uh, potentials for uh, some awkward situations yeah, no, definitely. there. But no, um the the app you were speaking about, what was it called? Uh, Waves. Waves. I wonder how when you say it aggregates the data, like, is it just automatically like recording your speed and direction, or do you have to manually like enter something into the app, like oh slow down over here? Yeah, I don't, I don't know for sure hmm. how it works. Because that that would seem awkward because obviously you're going to be driving most of yep. the time you're using it. So I mean, well
1: I think it relies on its users to report.
0: Okay, that yeah, I know for things. for speed traps I believe that was it. Yep. Like yeah, people would report in but i'm um, sure it has its own you know if you have like location services enabled i'm
1: mm-hmm. sure it tracks how fast you're going right
0: and yeah i, I suppose it could figure out if you're on the freeway yeah. and you're going 25 mm-hmm. traffic is probably heavy yeah i don't know how that works um but yeah it's it's going to be an awkward transition everybody's going to be super nervous about <laughs> it even if there's one autonomous vehicle accident to 10,000 right. regular accidents you're going to hear about that one on the news. And it's going to uh, be, are these cars <laughs> too dangerous? Is it, can we give computer control to these cars?
1: Like, okay. No, I think you're exactly right. And I just had a funny comparison to that. It's like uh, a lot of, you know, our generation, I pay a lot of my bills online. Mm-hmm. I don't save the information to the site. I memorize my bank and routing number and all my credit cards. This is good. Along with, yeah. you know, the CVV code or whatever the hell that thing is on the CCV back. The three or digit, what yeah. yeah, And then you know the expiration dates, for? all that stuff. But... Our generation is going to be the ones who don't trust autonomous cars. Where like the, gen- oh yeah, our kids will be like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you use that? It's yeah. available. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be our thing, right? Yeah, you'll see the old guy. who will be me I'll at like never. sixty
0: driving along, manual you, you damn kids, <laughs> yeah. grandpa, come on. The car can drive itself. Like, no, Jimmy,
1: I'm exactly. gonna. <laughs> that's going to be our thing. Yeah, it will. Like
0: I, I hope I could be. Confident enough to to come around to it, but there's a because I've grown up at, and continued to live my adult life as a driver. Yep, and and, and more so than, than the average person even. But I I really like it. That's why I've gone towards a, a more driving job. Like I like being in control and I like cruising around the city. Yep. There's times when it sucks and it's boring, but like it, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's going to be an odd transition. But See, the real question is, uh, I'm curious what industries
1: autonomous vehicles will
0: affect like are there going to be semi-truck drivers anymore once well, that's you know what I the mean? Thing, and we i've talked about this <clears throat> at, at work a couple of times like if if they have, because we i don't drive a semi truck it's a called like a straight truck or a dock truck yeah where the there's not like a detachable trailer it's just a straight like 30 ish foot sure. uh, truck but um yeah they there have been some rumors well no, not rumors they are working on autonomous driving trucks too Uh because you know that's one of the more expensive, uh, after actually buying the truck, yeah. my wages cost more than the diesel per hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, I'd have to run the math on that. Um, but, like, yeah, that, that's another significant cost. But now, I in my industry, like, I'm, I'm delivering furniture. So I drive the truck there, but then I get out and I haul your goddamn sleeper sofa into your back corner bedroom. Right. You know, if you're listening, you know who you are. Quit it. <laughs> they don't design fucking back bedroom doors to fit sleeper sofas. That's that's a whole another tangent there, um, but yeah. So they'll still need until we get robots to do that. I'll still, I think, right. have a job. But yeah, over the yeah. road truckers, like guys who uh, bump docks, as it were. Like you basically just drive, go here, they load you, drive here, yeah, they and unload the guys you. Guys in the
1: warehouse unload your semi. Yes. You don't exactly. Yeah. But the vast majority of semi drivers don't. And same with like Amazon Prime, Postmates, all these delivery services. It's oh like, okay, man! Don't pay out to them. It just goes straight to our company. It's autonomous vehicle,
0: taxis, Uber, Lyft, like all that stuff. Uber has already been, I think, experimenting have, yep. with the autonomous. And their CEO stepped down. Did he not? resigned today.
1: Oh, no. Did, wow.
0: Yeah. That's current. So, yeah. When you say current events, they should have probably brought Why? that up. Huh? I don't know. I
1: don't know. There's something weird. Oh, I haven't God. kept up with it because I really don't give a shit. It's like, oh, poor you. You made like $3 billion.
0: At least. <laughs> my goodness. That company went so high, so fast. Yeah. I like, think
1: there's some mismanagement, though. I, wouldn't I think that's why he resigned, but I mean, he's getting a, he's getting a payout. He oh, no. Founded the goddamn thing. <laughs> the goal, he got a
0: diamond parachute. My goodness. Um, now I wonder if this is sort of, to go off on a, a tangent from the yeah, yeah. tangent, if, if it's sort of endemic of these, these startup companies where it's, I, I don't know the specifics, but I'm guessing it was just one or two guy or maybe like a small crew. Like, Hey, you know, what if instead of taxis, what, what if you could do like almost like an Airbnb type of thing, but with your car, like just yeah. people who already have a car and who just feel like being a taxi driver for a couple hours, like, Oh, you just connect on the app. Like it seemed like a clever idea. They probably built a little app. Here you go. And then I don't know the time frame, but like six months to a year, like the word gets out and all of a sudden it's a multi-billion and then these guys who have, I would estimate more program experience and business experience. I, again, I don't know the right. guys that could be wrong, but I'm generalizing all of a sudden they find themselves flush with cash, flush with tens of millions of users, and all of a sudden there's a lot of... uh, uh, a bigger spotlight on them and a lot of pressure on them. And they have to go from just fixing bugs in the program to running this multi-billion dollar, multinational corporation, which I can't can't even imagine all the minutia and the difficulties they're in. So that's the problem with a lot of those startups is there's mm -hmm. a methodology, it's called the Lean Startup.
1: Hmm. I forget who coined that term. I used to know when I... But, I, yeah, I don't know. I did a lot of freelance work on startups, especially here in Minnesota. But, that methodology is basically put out the most basic um, implementation of your app and let your user base kind of decide how they like to use it and then you adjust accordingly. Okay. And if you're trying to start a business which has to reach quarterly earnings reports and stuff like that, I mean, how are you going to do that? Right. <laughs> you know, so... You know, the bigger they blow up, I think the more and more they realize, holy shit, we need someone that knows how to run yeah. this business as opposed to just kind of seeing where our users want to go. Like, we're way past that. And I remember when Uber first came around, like New York specifically, um, all the taxi drivers basically, I think it was. I not think Uber pleased. was like outlawed for a little bit. I think, ago. yeah, they tried to get uh, legislation you, passed. Yeah, they have some weird thing where you have to have like a taxi medallion or something yes a certain costs a lot of money. taxing yeah that you'd you'd basically
0: just get licensed yeah and they're you know they keep saying oh you know these guys have no training and they haven't paid their dues like well what i mean i i get it that's the industry you've come up in but like what dues do you need to pay like you just i have a car somebody else doesn't and they want to get over here or they're drunk or whatever like and now i've actually applied for uber in the past so i don't know they as far as I know, there is no like driving test. I, they do they check your driving record, of course, and they take that as an indication of the kind of driver you are. Um, now, I, I didn't get that far in the process, so I don't know. But I, I don't know if there's ever. I an for honest... one weekend. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh well, then you know more than I do. So, at did at any point anybody actually critique your driving? Or did they just check your record and basically say, No, You're good. it's actually
1: very easy. You just yeah. go to their website, you upload your driver's license and proof of insurance. and right. It's like, Oh, here you go. Yeah. And uh, do they just
0: mail you that sticker and then you, yeah. you do your thing? Um, yep.
1: But I quit because after my first week, they're like, Well, we need to uh, like get a maintenance evaluation on your vehicle to make sure it doesn't break down. Hmm. And at the time it was 2014. My car is 2014. I drove it off the lot with 35 miles. I was like, Dude, <laughs> I'm not going to, no. <laughs> Like and, what, and that I had you, At least the, that so, you had to
0: pay for. You mean the maintenance check? Or? Exactly,
1: because uh. they only have their accredited. Or, uh, this is three years ago. It might have changed, but hmm. they only have their accredited um, uh, dealerships or uh. maintenance place. Uh, huh. Whatever, whatever you want to say. Right, right. And you know where I leased it from wasn't a part of that. Even though I have free maintenance, so I was see. like, I'm not going to pay 50 bucks right for a full, you know, analysis of okay. my vehicle. It's so, one.
0: It's brand new. Gotcha, <laughs> yeah. but so so even there, the the only check they were they were making you do was on the mechanical part of your vehicle. Exactly. Nothing about nothing beyond your driving record. Yeah. So, and I, I think mean, they got a lot
1: of flack in that because, like in India, oh. I think
0: some people were raped. Yeah. Oh, I, I think Uber that driver. I think that happened here a couple oh, of times too. Like, yeah, there there definitely were some. Now they they obviously do their best to cut down on it. like. Sure. Yeah, you have to have your driver's all your identifying information. So that's a big deterrent to committing a horrendous crime. It's like, oh, well, they, they know exactly who I am, yeah. where I live, what I drive. And they, they literally have a GPS <laughs> tracking me at all times. I probably should. So, I mean, at least that that's better than nothing. But, yeah, I mean, your driving record is not necessarily... Like, you could have a great driving record, but be a shit driver. Like, right. I mean, just your, your method of driving. You could be jamming on the accelerator, slamming on the brakes. You, you could be making illegal turns. Maybe you've just never been caught. Yep. speeding or driving like a douche or whatever it is so uh, that's what a lot of taxi drivers were claiming like oh they don't have training they're not going to be good drivers and in some cases i'll bet you that's true my experience with uber has been essentially nothing but good yep. i remember one driver she couldn't figure out what the hell is going on with construction and took me on like a three or four roundabout of the same area i was getting a little salty about that because it's running up the fare but yep. but otherwise they have always been polite always been timely and always have driven good or at least good enough. Yep. Like, you know, I maybe once or twice I got a tad nervous, like, uh it's gotten of a bit close, but, I, you know, never, yeah. you, you, I put that up to human error and as long as they get me where I'm going, I can normally relax and be just fine. So, I switched over to Lyft. Man, I, so, I, yeah, a lot of people have been doing that. Yeah. But, uh, to I, me, Well, I like
1: it because you can tip through the app. Well oh, that's Number nice. one. Yeah. Um, and then, I, I don't know, I've had better drivers because <laughs> I had a couple Uber rides. Where I'm trying to go downtown from my place, yeah, and they just get on 394
0: west.
1: It's like, uh, how, no, nah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, like, well, dude, I'm looking at your GPS as you're looking at it,
0: right? <laughs> that's right. Like, we're seeing, man. we're getting the same information. Like, that I guess that's probably the biggest thing. Because and now maybe this is mostly out of movies because I've never really been a hail a cab kind of a guy, right? Maybe a handful of times in my life I've gotten like an actual cab, but oh, uh, if I'm super hammered. Yeah, I'll just walk into the street and hail a cab. Oh, well, there and especially downtown, they're oh, yeah. they're swarming around you. And when I was uh, in
1: Chicago, that's what I did. Oh, got yeah, yeah. Anyways,
0: but I mean, well, okay. Well, then, if, if you know more about it, have you had times where you get into the cab and you essentially do the movie thing, like, uh oh, take me to the Plaza Hotel, or like just take me to this place, and they and they just know it, like oh, they yeah. know. Okay, yeah, Absolutely. that's the thing. it's it's, it's hit or well, miss. Some of the Uber drivers, if it's a big place, like a commonly known place. Okay, yep. yeah, but a lot of times I know much more about the way that, like, I'm directing. them. Like, they ask me, "Oh, if you know any shortcuts or whatever," I'm just following the GPS. Or they'll they'll ask me which road this is, like mm. uh, Lindale, right. like yeah, it's, it's the, the major, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the the knowledge I would say, and again, it's, some Uber drivers know pretty well, but others, uh, yeah, they they probably got the sticker that week and just plugged in the GPS. Yep. So here we go. Now that's <laughs> fine. They still get me where I need to be, but there's definitely. Uh, a little more. I, I don't even know if it's a. I I don't know the word for, it, but it, but it feels nice when you get in and just do the. Yeah, take me to the. It does. You know, whatever bar, and they're like, yep, you got, and just go straight there. Yeah, the thing but, with taxis that initially
1: bugged me is some of them just don't have card swipers, so you had to have cash. Yeah, and it's like, no, you're like I I get it, I you're ta- but it's, it's 2017. Like, yeah, yeah, like. Let's,
0: most of my money is I handled direct like, deposit. Like, dude, yeah. I don't handle cash. I, I yeah, I would <laughs> sort of prefer in almost every situation just not have cash. Yeah,
1: plus, I can email the receipt, or yeah. it's you know in my bank statement exactly. So, yeah,
0: but I don't get that. But
1: one thing I will say is in Chicago, firsthand experience, their mobile data sucks so much ass. Really? Yeah, because Chicago became more populated than they anticipated, hmm. so there's not enough like hotspots or whatever whatever you have to do as a cell phone company to compensate right. for the crowd so dude these uber drivers and lyft drivers will literally circle around oh. and you can t- you know when me aaron and rachel were there just a few months back in january i guess that's more than a few but <laughs> um so you know we'd be trying to find a bar and walk to it because we heard you know It was good, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it would redirect us like five times. Because we'd be walking down the original street, and it's like, no, go this way. Yeah. Because their infrastructure just isn't set up for their population. And Yeah. And when I went there with uh, uh, my ex, it was the same way, except that was like New Year's Eve, like three, two or three years ago. Right. And uh, I met with a guy that was literally there to install those things on skyscrapers he worked for verizon oh he gave me the whole spiel like yeah they didn't
0: compensate for right and now they're trying to do a patchwork job exactly afterwards and all shitty (laughs) all these tens of thousands of signals crisscrossing each other exactly well i need no i need the bandwidth no
1: so that's a place and chicago is like a very old
0: it's it's been around for a while yes the taxi drivers know where they're going um, right you know I, and that's and that's kind of nice but yeah they're also uh older in worse condition the cars i mean not the actual drivers i, <laughs> I don't know what condition they're in but, but you know it's it ubers are the newer flashier hipster way of getting around and taxis are just the good old fashioned i mean they still work but yeah it, it's the convenience and i i will fully admit i love that and it's and so i don't have to sort of walk out and hail a cab which if you're downtown it, it won't take you long but I love. It like, shouldn't be, but there are sometimes like
1: you can find yourself in a weird spot of downtown, exactly where you're like walking, you know, three or four blocks. Don't see a taxi. It's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Right.
0: But it's I and I love you know I'll be sitting right here in my apartment, and be like, oh, I'm gonna go meet whoever at wherever, and I can just pop on the phone, like, oh, okay, he's three minutes away, and and I know exactly when to go downstairs, exactly where he's gonna meet me. I know what yep. kind of car. Like it's that's a very handy dandy system. Um, and the taxis are probably kicking themselves for not just having that. The taxi companies could have just had this exact system, but just integrated into their own company and just say like, "Yeah, now you can call a taxi from uh, whatever green and white taxi company, whatever. Just through right. the app, they'll show up right at you. You know, whatever taxi drivers in the area will get the the notice and can come pick it. You know, yeah, same type I mean, of thing. I even if they just responded with their own
1: service, that's like Lyft
0: or Uber, right? That, As that's what people to just their driver
1: being pissed off right
0: you know I mean and because that, that's but, mostly nostalgia the sort of old like taxi like right nobody really does some people do I guess in probably New York Chicago that type of stuff but we're, we're all Millennials we're all hips you know we want to we're tied to our phones anyway yeah so we want to do it through there because it's convenient you get the timer you get you get everything and it it just works that's the key to it it's a basic good system yeah um so we're almost halfway through our podcast. Should we talk about some video games? Yeah, <laughs> I mean we could. Let's do that. Okay. Um, the uh, the only new game I have to talk about, new in quotes, uh, is Hitman. Uh, it's that's not Hitman Four. That's not Hitman Three. There's no name after. It's just Hitman because that's yeah. what they do nowadays. When when you've had so many sequels that the numbers are starting to get a little out of hand, you just go right back to the original name. Not Final just...
1: Fantasy, I'll tell you what. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, they're uh, doing their own thing over there. But yeah, it's, it's just called Hitman. Um, now, I have not been... I'm, I'm not an old guy in the Hitman series. The only one I played before this was the previous one, which I want to say was Hitman Absolution. No. Um, but I had heard a good deal about the games and it looked pretty and that's the time when i was starting to get more into stealth games and i've talked about this many times before you know things like uh the newer uh, dsx games yep. and a few other like have have gotten me into that a lot more yep absolutely and uh so i was like okay that that seems like a similar kind of gameplay and I, i'm starting to like that creeping around assassinating so i uh i have waited for the new hitman to go on sale and it did now, oh, yes, we talked about this as well. They did it in episodic fashion. Yeah. Uh, where you could get, I, I saw it, like, on sale for, you know, 10 bucks or something. Yeah, I thought we oh, talked great. about
1: that in one of our very first episodes. I I'm think we sure. did, yeah. When we were still recording in my place.
0: Well, if you want to hear it with good quality audio now, <laughs> suffice to say, uh, I saw Hitman, the new one, on sale for, you know, something like $10, $15, 15 bucks, I think it was. And I thought, man, this this is like a new game? Like, hell yeah. Turns out that's episode one. And yeah. then there's a two, a three, a four. So, yeah, that was kind of shitty, how they're nickel and diamondy there. I, I, I guess if the price equals out to 60 anyway, it doesn't really matter, but it's just... I, I It bothers me when they do that. Sure. Uh, but I waited and waited, and because Steam is the bee's knees, now for $23, I got like all seven episodes with bonus DLC content, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Um, but yeah, so I, I can't give you like an in-depth review of the whole game. I'm only a couple hours in, but... I can give you my preliminary opinions. Yeah, I'd be
1: curious cuz I actually I mean Hitman is known for having like a variety of ways to beat a level. Mm. And I've heard that this game kind of detracts from that. It makes it seem like you can, mm. but in the, at the end it's like no, you should do it this way. Well, now, I don't know anything. I haven't played this game. But that's well, what I heard.
0: Well, speaking to the whole series, the, the I can't AI say much,
1: but it's kind of Yeah. Uh,
0: Mm. Yeah, it's, well, it is hard to find good AI out there, but yeah, yeah. there there is a good amount of variety with the NPCs of the. But I mean, you can watch long enough, you'll see the routes they take and the guards go this way sure. and have this conversation. Well, that's stealth game, though. Well, right. Um, there was a, a great moment in the the training run where uh, this guy has a conversation with another guy in this room, and that's like your opportunity to take him out. Mm. But then, if you wait, they just split back up. And then the one guy comes back in, starts having a conversation again without the other guy there. <laughs> like, oh, God. Uh, okay. All right. Just calm down there. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and a lovely little tidbit for you as well. In the, uh, the intro videos, opening sequence, whatever there's uh over the world map shaded red. There's this little blurb saying "Hitman was developed. Oh, what, how did they word it? Uh, by a diverse team with a multicultural background. Like, Basically, their tagline saying, hey, uh, during this game, when you're going to like murder a bunch of foreigners, don't worry. We totally had foreign people of a, of a diverse background on our dev team. Di- don't worry. If ever, it was a rainbow. We all designed it while we were holding hands to Kumbaya. kumbaya. So, <laughs> I, I couldn't stop laughing. It was like, so that's, that's your get out of racism free ticket. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Oh, it's great. Well, it's like that Modern Warfare game with the... The bad level where you're you the Russian with yeah, the Russians in the, the in the airport. Yeah, yeah. Right. Remember, no Russian. <laughs> like, I mean, well, I, I play the level because I want the full experience of the game and because I know that it's a game and it's right. not real. Like, I, I don't have fantasies of shooting up an airport, but it, you know, I don't know. You you wanted to, to be in the shoes of somebody who's that deep undercover that they're, you know, in with these... Uh, Bad guys. I think it's safe to say they're well, bad. Well, you can choose not to shoot. You can, or well, yes, actually, you can go through without firing a shot. Um, or you can, you know, gun down these virtuals. It's, it's, I mean, it, it, they're pixels. People will say that, like, oh, that means you wanted to, like, I,
1: right? Oh. I, I don't know. <laughs> like,
0: I, I didn't want to kill half the population. Of Ru- I don't really want to kill half the population of Russia, but I did in Modern Warfare too. Sure, because that game is the shit. It was. Yeah, that's my favorite
1: out of that out of COD. Uh, Right. I think. Modern Warfare yeah. 2. Although World War 2 looks
0: kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. No, it looks fairly awesome. Um, but yeah, so I I can't remember where I was going with that. Something about the AI. But no, I like I like the new headman. As as for your options to get to the objective, there definitely are lots of different ways. Uh, there's usually, you can always find like maybe some kind of poison around the level. Mm. Uh, you've got your uh, little choking thing. You can garrot people. Uh, you've got your pistol and then there you can cause like an accident. Uh, It does tend to favor the sort of more stealthy roundabout approach. Um, I mean, yeah, you you can just take them out, but they have a pretty good system of uh, like guards. It's not just either nobody suspects anything or red alert. It's, you know, if you are in a certain disguise and you walk into an area you shouldn't be in uh, at the first couple of seconds, be like, Oh, excuse me, sir. You're not allowed. And you can just walk right back out. No problem. If you stand there for too long, he gets the little question mark, and he start, you know, there's yeah. like uh, suspicious, alerted, alarmed, hostile. You know, there's a whole yeah. yep. tiered system, and that that I think is pretty good. So you can still, like, a guy might sort of recognize you or start to, and be like, hey, hey, and but you can kind of walk away and and get yourself out if you're if you're slick enough. Um, but yeah, it very much favors the sort of take your time, scope it out, approach, uh, which which I like. It's a very sort of methodical game now. As as for there being a best solution, mm. I don't know. Uh, most of the levels have challenges, and there will be all kinds of different ones. And actually, some of them are mutually exclusive. There'll be you know this uh, kill a target using the poison, or push the target off of this ledge, or whatever. So it encourages multiple playthroughs. But it it's not like you get the max bonus. <laughs> for, <laughs> Ooh, that whiskey. Um, Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, uh, I I guess there are probably some ways where, like, there's a certain combination that would get you the most points. Like, if you get this disguise, sneak in this way, kill him with this method. But there's all kinds of other achievements for doing it a different way. So I I think they do a decent job. And again, I'm only through like the training and the first level. Uh, Hmm. But is the first level the uh, the model level? Like, are you at a show? Oh, the uh, I think that's the Paris one. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually. Like the runway. Mm -hmm. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, Okay. okay. Um, Because I think. And that's actually free to play right now. I think episode one, they were like, hey, come on and try it. Uh,
1: So a lot of the complaints I heard were after that. Because that's what teased. mm, Sorry, I hit the game. Or Mike. But that's what teased the game. uh, But then the rest of the levels didn't necessarily follow that
0: open endedness. Well, okay. i be curious to, to hear your opinion. That that I can't comment too much on since I haven't this is played all here through. See, so. But
1: slander. Yeah. I have
0: I have actually seen a couple of videos. I mentioned in some podcast way back the guy who does the kill everyone challenge. Oh yeah, where he just tries to go through the low and kill everybody NPC, the bad guys, the good guy, everybody, <laughs> and it's just kind of a fun. He, he tries to do it without alerting everybody, usually fails. Uh, but so I, I have seen sort of playthroughs of most of the other levels. Um, I don't know. He he wasn't focusing much on the achievements, obviously. Sure. He was yeah. just going for, for the KOs there. But Well, I'll be curious. Yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll I'm have sure to give you'll it have more on Bowen that. Yeah, as, as I continue to play through it. But as as for the mechanics, I like it. I think the inventory system is improved. It's it's a very, very simplistic one. Um, I had to change the hotkey for it, but it's just you open the menu, you scroll through, you you pick whatever and that's it. Yeah. And you can, you know, hold it or or holster it. Um, and it's a pretty limited capacity, so you can't just... it. You know, it's not an RPG. You're not just taking all the loot. you got to pick and choose. Like, mm-hmm. well, okay, I want to keep this, I want to keep that. Um, one thing I really like, they've added the coin. You usually start the level with three or four of just these heavy silver coins. And you can and cause a distraction by just throwing the coin, hmm. which is a very handy... It, even if just to get the guard to turn his head for a second. And I actually, that was really fun in the training level where... You have to get in, but there's a gate, and there's a guard standing here, and there's a guard in the guard tower, like 10 feet from each other. You're like, how the hell am I going to do this? Yeah. But I get one guard looking the other way, and just sidle up, choke <laughs> the other guy out, and it's, there's some good, like, it, it's a mix between, like I said, methodically planning out your route, and then when it comes right down to it, your heart's racing, because if that guard, you know, turns around one second earlier, right. like he's going to see me choking this other guy, but then I got to drag the bu- uh. so it's... It was good stuff. And I the AI is is decent, but not amazing. Uh I'll again I'll have to keep an eye on that as I go through the game, but but I like it a lot. The uh yeah. it's it's so heavily geared towards stealth. Like, yes, you can go loud and start shooting every, but that's a terrible idea. Sure. Um and yeah, it's the uh <laughs> and to this day nobody can explain why. Even with your disguise, nobody recognizes, hey, there's that bald guy with the barcode on the back of his neck. Like, oh, you must be the maintenance worker. (laughs) (laughs) What? There's a video I have to
1: show you after we're done recording that (laughs) led me to believe that uh, the AI might be kind of terrible. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you (laughs) can edit a video to basically show what you want to show. You certainly can.
0: And, you know, who knows what difficulty they're on, all that. But But anyways, uh, I'll show you that after. But yeah, so overall, I, I like it so far. I mean, mechanics are quite similar to the last one. It's just sure. some, uh, obviously, new levels, a little bit better graphics. The F- fish line? The, yeah, the, that's the, the garroting thing, thing, thing I mentioned. Yeah. Your Whatever cable that is. Uh, very handy stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it's just an expansion upon that. I'm, I'm trying to keep track of the story a little bit this time. Mm. Uh, you, you kind of are doing this flashback where it's... Agent <laughs> 47? Yeah, Agent 47, when he's first picked up by the agency... Yeah. Whatever mysterious bad guy agency, and they they're like training him it's to be papacy. an assassin. It's the papacy. I think. The damn,
1: papacy. When they uh, those when hats they get too old to be touched.
0: <laughs> they turn into Hitman. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> damn it, Rat Singer, you're out there somewhere. Um But yeah, so this is kind of his origin story, for lack of a better term. And this, you know, oh, he has so much potential. Oh, but he could be dangerous. Oh, oh. And yeah, so they turn him into a super duper hitman, and you get to play through the little training bit, which is cool stuff. Sure. Um, but yeah it's there's something very satisfying in just getting a disguise and walking right through and you know taking out a guy when there when there's lots of people around but it, you pick just the right moment and nobody sees it. That's, right. Yeah it's it's good stuff when you figure out those clever little it and it's tough too. I I think I just have it on the regular difficulty like it's challenging. It doesn't it's good. The the very first training mission holds your hand but then after that it's pretty much okay, here's your objective, go figure it out and it's you know I've made plenty of mistakes. I've had to restart plenty of time, but it's it's good. That's it's so it's very satisfying when you finish the level because mm-hmm. you had to grind your way through it. Um, so yes, overall, I would say thumbs up. I will have to keep an eye on it as I continue through the game. Gotcha. Uh, just a random aside: Did you ever
1: watch the movie Hitman that came out? Oh, there was a movie. Yeah, wasn't there? I have it on my watch list on HBO now, but Is I haven't actually watched it. Right, because I didn't like the leading character, or actor. Oh, yeah, who was it again? God, I don't even
0: know. Or that. Now, are you thinking... Oh, was it Oliphant? It was Timothy Oliphant, wasn't it? Was it? I think they're... Well... I could swear that's What's Oliphant. What's that year? I got uh, 2007. Ooh. That's a while ago. Yep, Timothy Oliphant. Gun for Hire Knows Only is Agent 47. And that's the only one, huh? By group okay. known only as the organs. There's In the first sentence, there's already... He, known only as Agent Forty Seven, and the group known only as the organization. <laughs> Every fucking get you can't have you know the the fucking Johnson Consortium. It has to be the agency, the or, the outfit, the organization. You know, come on, take it down a notch. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, is ensnared in a political conspiracy, oh, yeah. which finds him pursued by both Interpol and the Russian military as he yeah. treks across Russia. America He's don't give America. a shit. Well, how could it not be good with uh director Xavier Jens. Oh yeah, what else has he done? I <laughs> <laughs> He's done things like Frontiers, The Divide, The ABCs of Death. Oh, so movies that I've never seen. Yeah. Oh, his his filmography is not long. It goes Jesus. back to about he made a short in 05 and then made like four real he had some movies. Post-production stuff though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but on no movie that I've ever heard. I've I have heard of
1: Hitman. Oh, God, I mean he guy.
0: must be making money. Presumably, you know <laughs> the studios wouldn't hire him. But I guess that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I, again, I remember hearing about that movie and then immediately forgetting about it. Uh, yeah, I mean only I, I, I Add it on my but, watch list. But Hitman HBO. is Hitman is like a one dimensional character. He's, yeah, he's the he's the Hitman. I
1: figure if I get drunk one oh. night and I'm like I want an action movie, this movie might. It deliver delivers some sort of satisfaction. It could be good. It's got 6.3 stars on the IMDb, so... I mean, as a fan of the video game, I feel like I kind of have to watch it. Yeah. Just because I watched Warcraft, for God's sakes. Terrible movie. No. Green magic. Oh, gross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Kingdom of Azeroth. Um, to segue off, you getting Hitman on sale, I just realized I missed another current event. But when this podcast gets released tomorrow, it'll be the start of the Steam Summer Sale. Oh, my. I know. God. Prepare to uh, fill your
0: back catalog with more games you'll never play. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> my, when I scroll through my list, it's a, it's a desert I with have the occasional games, oasis. And I'm pretty sure I've played like 20. I have so many games. It's so dumb. When they're like five bucks, I know, what am like, oh, I going to oh, do? I'm what? sure I'll play that eventually. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know yeah. I'll pick up a couple more. I've picked up <laughs> old games that I've played before. I've uh, just all this ridiculousness Um, but yeah
1: and I think they're gonna go I have uh, 88 games the same route they went last year where they don't have the flash sales
0: Mm -hmm. anymore because
1: they actually made more money last year with not having that
0: really yeah Huh. I would have thought the flash sales were I would too
1: where it was at but because I kind of enjoyed it it was like every 8 hours it was a different set of games
0: there's so many Medieval Total War I didn't know Tomb Raider yeah, I'm looking
1: for Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh. I haven't played that. I liked Tomb Raider. Did you really? really? I got it
0: like free with a video but card I mean, it's purchase. Very... Oh. oh, God. You were was... about to say the, the scripted or linear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a movie where occasionally you press Z. Exactly. Uh, now, again, I played through apparently 0. .4 hours, so I didn't give it much of a chance. No, but... that's that's what
1: it is. Ah. But I don't know. I respect that kind of game every once in a while. Yeah. Um, and... God, I what that you.
0: God, I haven't played so many of these games. <laughs> well, I have zero play time in all these games. Wait, Visser, I've played that. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if that movie's any good, but the games are, are pretty slick. But yeah. movies based on video games have a, uh, a patchy record, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I, I'm trying to think of any good ones. I'm sure they're out there. But, uh, you
1: know, I didn't mind uh,
0: some of the final, some
1: of the final fantasy movies. I actually didn't mind; they were all CGI. You know, I forgot those were a yeah. thing too. I didn't mind yeah. those. Huh? Okay. I forget what they're
0: called, but I didn't mind it. I mean, Pro- they, they I think they were just out called by final any Fans. means as like a cinematic feat, right? But, but and I mean, some of those games are almost you know a, an interactive movie in themselves. Like there's a, a good storyline, and you know, FF seven or whatever. Uh, just off the top of my head but like you know a lot of these have good well-written storylines and so forth and and could be made into a good movie perhaps but a lot of things about gaming and game mechanics i think maybe won't translate so much
1: to a movie yeah
0: i mean yeah i don't know there's it's it's hard to get like the the grind that you're gonna have in any final fantasy game in without some sort of a cheesy montage but in if you're playing through the game, you're going to go through hundreds of battles and and yep. learn your strategy and upgrade and unlock new things, and it, it always comes across rushed or forced in a movie. Like you basically go through one practice fight and then there's a boss and then you get a sweet new sword or whatever. Like I don't know, it's it's so tough to to make that not seem sort of goofy and contrived. If I can get pretentious for a minute, but sure. Yeah. Well, goddamn. I'm forgetting who
1: directed the Warcraft movie. I keep wanting to say Zack Snyder. No. I
0: oh was how many how many shades darker was it than uh, than everything else? But uh, that is the one
1: and I'm going off this with no research by the way. But my assumption would be they try to hire a scrappy director that's trying to prove themselves. Hmm. Because a the video game studio probably doesn't want to pay for did you say who directed this?
0: Um, yeah, where's where's oh Duncan Jones?
1: Oh, yep. I don't know. David son. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Which, yeah, that you know what? <laughs> I don't Moon, know. Moon don't was know amazing. Moon okay, was a great movie.
0: Huh. But Moon, yeah, Warcraft, I remember because that's why code? Warcraft
1: kept being delayed because David Bowie died. Needed oh. to take some time off. Gotcha. Um, What's Source Code. And source Code was yeah. supposed to be the the Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, guy yeah. there. Have you seen Southpaw? I just heard that on Netflix. You
0: know I haven't, uh, but I've heard some pretty good things. That's where he's the boxer. Yep, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, I have
0: not seen it. This what... is
1: an episode full of tangents, by the way. <laughs> yes.
0: Is he is Christian Bale his brother in that one, or is that a different one? No, that's a. Uh, I think that's isn't that where Mark
1: Wahlberg's the boxer, and oh, he's like maybe. the brother on meth.
0: That sounds... he lost a
1: significant amount of weight. He It got compared to him losing weight for The Machinist. Oh,
0: I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. That's just creepy to watch on Machinist. He... Well, the craziest thing oh. about the Machinist
1: is a year later, Batman
0: and, begins. Yeah. He's fucking ripped. And before that was American Psycho. Where, so he went from Mr. Buff, uh, Psycho Killer guy, to this... Like, his ribs are sticking out. Oh, yeah, it's, oh, uh, it's disturbing. Uncomfortable to watch. And then, yeah, to Batman, where he's even more buff. Because yes. he's... Fucking Batman. I am the knight. So yeah, uh, amazing. What Whatever you want to say about actors, and trust me, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there are a couple of things I always respect. I always respect somebody who does their own stunts. Uh, Jackie Chan, Tom Cruise, those kind of guys. Um, and I always respect people who are willing to go, you know, whether they're method actors or what, like ready to put themselves through a lot just to match the character. Yeah. Um and you know, obviously, well, Daniel Day Lewis comes to mind. And he just retired from acting, which is kind of crazy. I I've made the effort now. I want to go back and watch more of his movies. I've only seen a few. Um, I know. Oh, Lee, you haven't seen My Left Foot? Nope. Never have. <laughs> never seen Last of the Mohicans. Never yeah. seen Gangs of New York. Um, Ooh! And everybody says that's yeah. Yes. It, he plays Bill the Butcher. I mean, come on. Every time I see the little blips, it just it looks so like absurd it, it these guys like a... in top hats <laughs> fisticuffing their way across the streets <laughs> yeah. and you're like okay actually you're kind of right because if you watch
1: the trailer The Gigs of New York you're like is this some musical? yeah <laughs> <laughs> like what is it? it's very theatric so, everyone's yeah. in funny uniforms yeah.
0: but if but if it fits the tone of the movie that's okay but yeah that's, <laughs> well, that's a good movie uh, I did see Lincoln I actually liked that a lot Lincoln was very I good I think that was a very sort of subtle uh, good portrayal of Mr. Abraham Lincoln yep. Um. So yeah, a little slow for some folks' taste. Yes. Oh, definitely Very a, a slow burn. Driven. Oh God, yeah. You know? Yeah, it wasn't uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that. But no, I, I always respect actors who are willing to do that. And yeah, so Christian Bale, judging from some of the uh, candid videos I've seen, can be a little out there at times yeah, yeah. or way out there. Like he he's well, willing. Isn't
1: he considered a method actor?
0: I don't know. Daniel Day Lewis is. Oh oh God yes he. Yeah he caused himself i know a little bit about my left foot he actually spent a lot of time in a wheelchair just exclusively to just to get the feel for what it's like exactly. and i think he ended up doing a lot of damage like his muscles were atrophying and like because it's a normal a, a functioning body with with legs that work isn't supposed to be immobile for that long right i say as i sit in my computer chair <laughs> in which i spend most of my time but like yeah he went you know so and there's there's so many actors who have done things like that. Uh, of course, you have the Leo DiCaprio and Django Unchained where he smashes through the glass. I don't think that was on purpose, but he keeps going. No, and,
1: that's like one of the top five
0: improvised oh, scenes. Oh, I see that on every list and on crack.com. Crack. Oh, but
1: it's... The fucked up part for that whole story. Sorry to interrupt. Don't Okay, anyway, do, do, but... It's when he wipes that blood all over the girl's face. It's not like, scripted.
0: Oh, that's his real his blood. real blood, and that was not in the script. And so that look of sort of assuming, horrified fear yeah. is a genuine one. Yeah. Oh my!
1: I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, don't, you know that Leo's had a sh- fair share of women? So who knows what yeah. that blood? Yeah. Hopefully,
0: it's not a uh, Charlie Scene type of situation. Yes, exactly. Um. But yeah. So and, anyway. and props to her for keeping it together. I mean, it, it makes for a good scene. She nobody would blame her if she just backed out and said, Whoa, whoa, like, don't fucking do that. Like, cut. Get this man a bandage. Um But yeah, so it's it's always nice to see because we have the image of actors and some live up to this of just being the sort of pampered, like, all right, I'll be in my trailer, you set everything up, I'll come out, deliver my lines for five minutes and go back, like, and everything has to be perfect, and I I, I want to stick to the script. Let's not get like so many good movies have little improvised bits in them, and so many good actors will throw themselves into a role. You, you can't yeah. really act until you at least temporarily think you are that, unless you can really... I, I, I'm stealing this take a little bit from an interview I just saw, and I can't give credit because my memory sucks, but basically, if you're... Oh, no, 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 it was uh, Bill Hader, and it was at, he was on the Norm MacDonald Live, uh, the podcast bit that he does, yep. Mm -hmm. And this was more about impressions than about acting proper, but I think it holds true uh, because they were talking about how some people have an impression of a celebrity politician and it's spot on, like the voice, the manner, like it sounds perfect, but it, it wouldn't end up being as funny as somebody else's impression. That's, that's a little more over the top. And maybe the, the voice imitation isn't as technically good, but then he says, when you're, when you're doing that perfect impression, you're you're worried about okay you know he has this mannerism and he moves his hand like this and he has this tick like mm-hmm. if you're copying them perfectly your your whole mind is focused on all those ticks but if you just get the the general sense the the uh, the essence of the character and of course for for something like Saturday Night Live you're you're playing it up it's a yep. comedy character mm-hmm. but I have to imagine that when when you're acting as well if you're if you're preoccupied with trying like if you're trying to be exactly like a certain character, especially if it's a based on a true story. But but whatever it is, if, if you're worried about the, the minutiae of it, this, I have to phrase this carefully, but if you're too worried about all the, just the little tidbits and trying to get everything perfect, there's not much room for improvisation. So you can say, the, this almost ties back to my computer program point, you can say the lines, you can stick to that scripted plan and probably do that pretty well because you've run through it a thousand times, you practice your lines, but it might be much more difficult if something unexpected happens or a prop doesn't work or somebody else improvs a line or forgets whatever. Something happens yeah. a little bit off script. It's much more difficult. Your brain, almost like a computer, is like, but, but I'm expecting this line. I'm expecting this to happen. Error does not compute. But if you can lose yourself in that character a little bit, and like I said, at least convince part of your mind that. I am this guy. I am this woman. I am whoever I'm supposed to be. And then you can almost react as they would. And that's why you'll see so many great improv characters like flip a switch and just be a character. And that's why they can have these great riffs back and forth of, of just off-the-cuff dialogue because you you don't have that extra step in your head to process like, okay, what would this person say? You, you sort of do that automatically because mm-hmm. you're in the bit. And you you get the essence of the character. You get the sort of recognizable you know bits, just just enough to get it across to the audience that this is who I'm doing, and then and then go from there. So it's it's a little bit of a tangent point, but I think uh, where the hell was I going with that? Um, yeah, you know, I, I always like actors who are able to do that, and that's I, I love those those uh, improv moments and things like that mm-hmm. where it's clear that they were deep enough into the character yeah. that they could. React like the character would. And that creates for a lot of good uh, movie moments, I think.
1: No, absolutely. And uh, I was going <clears> to <throat> kind of piggyback off that, but I didn't realize... Jump on. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I didn't realize that uh, Daniel Craig did his own stunts, and he actually gets injured a shit time. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, have you seen Spectre? Yes. The train scene? Where they're, he's fighting the big guy in the train? So that's him, huh? Uh, oh, Dave Batista. Yeah, no, yeah. that's him, and he broke a rib oh. and like did a bunch of other stuff in that scene, but refused to take medical leave for the Ooh. whole movie. He just played the rest of the movie with that. And wow. he finished that scene. And it's like, dude, that's excellent. Badass. That's excellent. Like, not only are you fucking ripped and like, fifty well, yeah, know, or whatever the fuck he is Ridiculous.
0: You're just he, still a bath Well, that he goes up a couple notches in my book. I guess I didn't know that he does like all of them. Yeah. I knew he did a few. He had that great parkour scene in uh, the, bon- a couple of bonds ago. Was it casino or quantum? But, uh, <laughs> But yeah. I
1: guess he gets fairly injured
0: a okay. lot of times.
1: And that's actually why they were thinking of replacing him. When oh, he's, he's taking too such, beat up. He's just taking like the such real adult. Bond. Yeah, exactly. He got
0: fucked up too much. We're like, oh, we need to do 007 here. I,
1: I like his Bond. I do as well. I think, it's, people... uh, And it's been compared to how Ian Fleming originally mm. wanted Bond to be portrayed. Like a right. broken down, beat up,
0: emotionally scarred spy that just still does it yeah and even though like i I love i think we've talked about this i think we have and even though i I love sean connery i mean he he still in my mind is bond he was very much more just yeah the suave like always sure of himself Mm. never almost never caught off guard or at a disadvantage and he's just always in control essentially there were maybe one or two parts but yeah i mean he's james bond but yeah like you said daniel craig he's in desperate situations he's you know like shit definitely happens to him that's out of his control he's powerless in a lot of situations and yeah shows him as a broken character um oh where was i going before that daniel craig yeah no uh so yeah i always like actors like that i almost feel like some of them have uh something to prove i remember hearing stories about harrison ford back in the indiana jones like insisting that he do a stunt until his stunt guy had to talk him out of it. it was the uh where he's riding the horse and jumps onto the tank or so, and he's get like he's hanging off the tank barrel and they're grinding into the yeah. this is the um the last last crusade I think I want to say maybe where they're in sand and there's tanks I remember that but uh his his, his stunt guy basically is, it, is it the newest he's no the oh whole? god no the uh the last crusade the the one with uh, Sean connery I think oh okay. but whatever it yeah, yeah. doesn't matter and He's um, dead but you were named after the dog. <laughs> but uh no, he, he's insisting that, like, he wants to do it. And his, eventually, they're all, they're all, you know, like, this is Harrison Ford. We can't, like, this is too dangerous. Yeah. And his stunt guy has to come up and be like, hey, man, like, you're putting me out of work. Like, the, like <laughs> I got a female fan. Harrison's like, oh, all right, all right. I, I, I get the feeling that some of these Hollywood guys, like, guys in particular, want to be, they don't want to be that, you know, uh, hoity-toity actor guy who never, right. never gets his hands dirty. He's like, no, I, you know, I'm a regular guy. Like, I want to do this. Um, but, yeah, I, I always kind of respect that. Uh, if an actor can at least make the effort to to try and go through some of the things his character is. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, we're way off on a tangent here. Um, now, you've been playing a couple of new uh, video games. Uh, yeah, we're... Shit, we're almost in an hour here. Um, but if, if you could give us a quick blurb, I know you've been playing uh, a new MMO.
1: Yeah, yep. Well... It's not necessarily new. I was part of like the beta way back in the day. In like 2011.
0: Oh, Whoa-ho. OG yeah. open here. But uh,
1: yeah, Terra is an MMO. Mm-hmm. Um, free to play on the Steam, I it's, it's believe. It's free to play, yeah. correct. And uh, yeah, it's not pay to win at all. It still has, you know, dedicated server maintenance and all that. So, nice. I mean, if you're looking for, you know, a grind fest, I would highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. Um, you know, it's got all your classic things. You got, You know, it's got dungeons, it's got raids, you know, you have to be a DPS, healer, tank, all that stuff. Right. Um, It's a classic, you know, MMO, but it's uh, well programmed and uh, it actually, it gets rid of the auto attack that WoW made famous. So you actually have to direct, like even when you're a healer, you have to aim your cursor on the person you want to heal to throw those heals. Right. So it's a little more interactive in the combat and...
0: Yeah, I don't That was something they brag. I was reading the, a little blurb about it And yeah they mm. said the combat was more dynamic Or yep, whatever exactly. buzzword they now, use, But
1: That leads to a little Awkwardness to the UI mm. Because your mouse is controlling Where your cursor is But then if you want to click on anything on your action bars Or your inventory If you don't use the hotkeys You have to press alt or escape to bring your mouse cursor back up Oh, Yeah, yeah. So that's a little awkward Yes But <clears throat> But otherwise, so so as long as you know the hotkeys and the action bars, you can set um, keys to okay, know, it's the typical one through uh, tilde or whatever, yeah, whatever that far, no, it's the well, plus it's equal, one sign. Through plus zero t- and plus equal, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, tilde. That's on the other I side, know, I you know. play I realized that when yeah. I said that. I was
1: like, wait, console <laughs> command, oh, huh. um. But yeah, no, that's fun. And then I've been uh, replaying Pillars of Eternity because they had a really good press release for Pillars of Eternity Two oh. um, at E3. So is that um,
0: that's the uh, isometric bit, right? The uh, or or Pillars of Eternity is that uh, like a Diablo's like style?
1: Yeah, bit? well, it's a uh, it's I, like an homage to like Baldur's Gate oh, and okay. Icewind Dale and all top down.
0: Yep. Well, yeah. That RPG, isn't that. Yeah. What isometric Yeah. yeah. I just well, mean in the, the like, It's not
1: uh, like a hack and slash, though. Is the only difference between. But,
0: well, no. I, isometric just reversed like the viewpoint. Oh, point is that what and, it is? No, I, I,
1: I thought. I don't know. I just say top down RPG. Oh, no, whatever. But
0: anyway, I thought yeah. they were synonymous. Um, but yeah. So so that style. But then. Yep. Well, not hack and slash. So what's the main uh, combat? Is it more magic based or? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, so you can pause your combat and tell people to do
1: spells and abilities and all this other stuff to certain people
0: okay oh so you're controlling your little squad of exactly
1: yep yep you just meet a bunch of people you can form your own party of six and then try to beat the game Hmm. is essentially what happened very story driven um and yeah relies heavily on your uh base abilities Mm -hmm. like some things will be you know if you if your person doesn't have intellect they can't really reason very well right like they're affected <laughs> in some way
0: uh now do you find are there certain quests or objective or little side bits where if you don't have a certain stat in a certain category like you're just kind of boned or is there always like well you could use strength here mm-hmm. or you could use dexterity, or intelligence like whatever you have you can always get through it
1: yeah i mean hmm and, so I mean, far, I've been able to get through everything. I haven't beaten the game, right? But um, I've started new characters enough to know that even in the very beginning phases, and I expect that this happens throughout the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, the way you do things is very different, hmm. and even like how your party members interact with you um, yeah. is yeah, like the it, dialogue will change. If yep, you're into exactly. t- okay, gotcha. Well, that's
0: cool. Yeah and i'm i'm always a tad bit torn about that about uh whether you make everything accessible to every type of character because it's i mean we're used to that and it makes things a lot maybe less frustrating but it's also i think a little bit of a bolder game design choice that well no if you pick zero intelligence like that's going to screw you over in yeah. some and there's some shit you just can't do I think uh, Fallout Three did that fairly well, where there's some, you know, you can complete like the main quest, but there's like, oh my god, like you could actually there, there was some like rocket you could uh, reprogram or do whatever, like if yeah, your like intelligence, nu- you can't
1: necessarily save Nuketown,
0: right? If and you know, yeah, so you, you could you can beat the game with any stats, but yeah, there's plenty of other stuff mm-hmm. like additional objectives or like another way to complete this quest or a better way because oh, you don't have the intelligence or you don't have the strength, whatever, like. You just can't, or unless you have. Yep. Your, I always carried around that intelligence booster. Oh yeah. Like you never know, um, but yeah. So that's it. Can be very frustrating at times, but it's also, I think, ultimately a better way to do a game. Yeah, I agree.
1: I mean, it, yeah. I don't think you should necessarily, because I think uh, it was the original Fallout where you literally couldn't beat the game if your Ooh. you know stats were at one point.
0: Right, and that, I mean, yeah, that's that kind of makes it, sense. It makes like,
1: sense. But how <laughs> frustrating would that well, be? Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: if all your stats are, yeah, that's, yeah. But I mean, if you imagine uh, however that stat would translate to real life, somebody with intelligence of one, they'd be thick as a brick. Like, well, yeah. And yeah, they're not. <laughs> they
1: couldn't figure anything out. <laughs> no.
0: Oh my God, a simple, you know, block puzzle. Huh? Right. no, understand. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I, I'm okay with that. Um, well, I don't know, we're, uh, we're north of an hour here. Time's just flying by yes. here, folks. Um, I hope you didn't miss us too much, or maybe you didn't even notice we were gone. That's fine, too. Um, but either keep listening or start listening, because we'll be back next week with more fun stuff. Um, a quick note before we leave. I think I've talked about this before, but I'm revising my my answer. Uh, if we're talking about three games you could have on a desert island, third one is up for up for debate, but my two are... Factorio and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Oh. I just split my time evenly. PUBG is my edge of the seat, like tense combat game. Factorio is my relax, you know, while the hours away. But they're both just time sinks, and and I can alter. If PUBG frustrates me, I can go play Factorio yeah. for a bit. If Factorio is too boring, I go play PUBG. As, yeah. <laughs> I could uh, I could conceivably waste a lot of hours. And funny enough, I have yep. played a lot of hours playing both those games. Um, PUBG continues to update. I'll probably rant about that next time because i got a few things to say, but it remains, despite its flaws, a kick-ass game. Go get it and play it and let me kill you. Um, and Factorio still is Factorio. It's crack for your brain. Uh, so go ahead and play that too. Um, but just you know, tell your friends why they won't be seeing you for a while. Uh, any any closing remarks there, Josh? Any final thoughts?
1: Um, yeah, I mean the only constant is PUBG for me, yeah. and you know I have many complaints. So I, uh, you know, had to upgrade my system. Oh, your fancy new graphics card—we didn't even talk uh, about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Actually, I wanted to bring that up <gasps> because I'll just—I had this on my agenda. But uh, a week after I bought, I bought—I just bought a 10, uh, GTX ten eighty. And a week after, of course, is E3, and they're like, "Hey, if you buy this card, you get Destiny Two for free." And I definitely played the shit out of Destiny. Yeah. I plan on purchasing Destiny Two, and I just fucked
0: up. I actually—I'll oh, save this for next time. But I actually just recently picked up First Destiny for like five bucks on yeah. the PS3. Um, I've heard a lot about it being just basically a grind fest, but that's—I'll—I'll that's, I'll table that sure. discussion yeah. for next time. Um, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, that's about it. Okay. PUBG, I have so many things to say yeah but uh why don't you tune in next time folks uh to hear more of our rants our ravings and our rambunctious attitudes uh but thank you for joining us this week i can't remember what episode this is but uh until next week you stay safe out there